I feel like if our system was a little bit more organized, there would be a lot more revenue for our artists and a lot more doors open for other artists as well. Because right now it's just, I don't see the point of trying to build the HMI. It's your girl Eve, and I'm getting ready to interview the famous Gagge on the Beat. There's going to be discussions about the HMI, the beef, detention. Hmm. We'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay, so, hey Gagge, how you feeling? Yo, what's up, y'all? We you out in the open and eight. <clears throat> yes, we are. You ready for these questions? Because I know our viewers ready. We ready, right? So let's get into it. Okay, question number one. Introduce us to Gege. Like, how would you like describe Gege to a fan or other producers or artists? Who is he? Um, really, Gege is um, me. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain that, but uh, I would say to like other people, I am like, a scientist, I'd like to say. I just hear different things, see different things. I kind of construct musically different from other people, you know. You know, and that's pretty much kind of like what I go off of, of just my energy and my drive to put in whatever I'm doing into that music, into that, you know, production from start to finish. And I don't think people really realize as much, you know, how much work goes into that, producing music and making it not only sound correct, but actually match the artist that's on the beat, you know, so. Okay, so would you say, like, you're one of a kind? Like, there's no one I that I feel like I'm chosen it. by God. Yeah? Work. Okay. Okay. So, how did Gaga came to be? Like, you already described us to him, like, you know. So, how did he came to be? Really, uh, Gaga kind of, uh, was someone, uh, I made up, you know, after kind of trying to find myself in the music game, you know, trying to figure out who I wanted to be. And uh, that was just a nickname I kind of ran away from. And I was just like, you know, why not use it to conquer? Like, you know, if I can go around having grown men and grown women call me Gaga, and, yeah. you know, then <laughs> I can face anything, you know? So that's kind of like a little motivation for myself, actually. Okay, so you said nickname. Yeah, well, you didn't. You was trying to run away from. Where did you make it or somebody else? No, nah, my aunt. Get the my aunt. Uh, <laughs> shout the out credits. to my aunt Vivian. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? She used to call me Gaga all the time. There's some other embarrassing ones, but you know this Can one. Can we was, hear it? No, no. no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe next time, right? <clears throat> Never. Never. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Okay, so being a, a producer and an artist in the HMI, can you describe the dynamic of things? Like, how do things function inside the HMI, good or bad? Like, let us know the the tea. <laughs> Give us the tea. Um, I mean, honestly, for at least my part of where I am in the HMI, I believe that the HMI. Once I got into figuring out, you know, kind of how it worked. I realized that it was a broken system, mm -hmm. you know, so a system that obviously isn't really a system at all. <laughs> it's broken. There's no, there's no structure in it. There's no actual guidance. So there's no accolades. There's nothing. It's really just 
a popularity contest is the best way to explain it. But where do you think the structure stems by? Because, you know, like, it has to start somewhere. So where do you think it starts? From, like, the old Haitian artists from back then? It starts, yeah, I definitely believe, like, the old heads kind of play a part in that. Mm-hmm. of not getting the HMI structured and giving us the respect that we need because they were all so focused on who was the better, you know, band or who was the better this or better yeah. that. And kind of like, if you look over time, of the, you know, our music is kind of like, that's what it was, just popularity contents. Who was the best singer? Who was the best this? And who has the most fans? And it's just kind of like, okay, but who's actually, you know, making a difference? Who's actually, you know, gonna be a part of history for life you know for example like rest in peace Mika Ben but you know he's putting in a lot of work mm-hmm. in the industry that a lot of people kind of just like looked over but if we had something structured he would be a bigger megastar there's a lot of us I feel like a lot of HMI artists that would be bigger megastars if the HMIs were structured pretty differently yeah I think he made it out a little bit cause he started in um Living Hip Hop Miami and TV. So that was, that was different for Haitian artists. Yeah. So um, you're mentioning like people thinking like, you know, there are better bands and stuff like that. Right. Right. So do you often get backlash from other artists, producers, or even like spectators? And people just watch, but like doesn't do anything. Do you get backlash from them? I do. I do get a lot of backlash. Yeah. There's a lot of people that uh, are around me sometimes that give the backlash. But I'm someone that loves constructive criticism. Like I love, mm-hmm. you know, you telling me that, oh yeah, Gertie, you know what, man, you messed up right here, you messed up right there. It kind of shows, like, okay, cool. And sometimes, you know, those that don't say it in front of me, I just take that, and I grow. Like, I kind of try to like to stay away from negative energy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because with this music things, once you're like off grid and you're not really online, it's not good for the music. So I try to stay positive, you know, for those yeah. out there, those naysayers and those non-believers of me. I appreciate them because without them, you know, I wouldn't believe that I would be where I am. Because you need those haters. You need those people that don't believe in you and they'll think yeah. you'll succeed or whatever they think of me. But okay. I love that. So are you able to tell the difference between someone who's giving you constructive I said constructive, whatever, what did you say? Constructive. constructive. Yeah, I wasn't born here. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> um, no, it's not. That, and then versus like them being a hater, because sometimes people can tell you, uh, you could have done like this, you know, a better way, but in some way they're like hating at the same time. So can you tell the difference? I mean, nah. No. I take both the same way. Yeah. But I don't take it as a person hating. I just take it like, okay, like, they've seen something that they didn't like that maybe someone else liked. But, you know, everyone doesn't have the same ear. So I'm open to different type of, like, ideas or different, you know, suggestions or different, you know, things. So I'm not one of those people that kind of just takes every everything, like, one way. I'm very yeah. open-minded about a lot of things. So once people ask me or tell me, hey, you know, X, Y, Z, I just take it as that. Either apply it. You know, mm-hmm. next, if it benefits me, if I see it works or if I see it's needed, I will actually try it. If it works out, I'll give them the kudos. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's needed sometimes too, right? So, speaking of like everything that we're speaking about, right? The mm-hmm. HMI and stuff like that, right? <clears throat> so, the respect level in the like in the HMI, 
like towards one another, like how would you rate it? One to 10. Yeah. The respect level towards each other in the HMI, how would you rate it? One to 10 or one to five? Because is the 10, because the 10 is the highest. But from what I'm hearing, not from you, but from around, the five is probably the highest we can go. But let's just do one to 10. The HMI, how? The respect level. Like, how do you think it is between one, like one another? I believe everyone has to earn it. And that's how the HMI is. Okay. It's something where it's like, again, goes back to the popularity contents where you have to literally become a superstar in some sort of way or become so popular that your name is buzzing so much that people want to know who you are or what you're doing or, you know, kind of curious of certain things. So I kind of think like, you know, there is respect level as soon as you earn it. But for now, you know, for those of us that are going down, you know, that's grinding, yeah, you know, off the muscle, we're doing it from the ground up. It's going to take us a while. Like it's not really something that, I feel like people should just think, oh, yeah, overnight sensation. Like, no, nah, man, you need a team. You need a lot of backing. So you, you're so basically it's it's earned, but not like given off the bat, like even as the person, because, you know, we don't have to get to another person to respect them. Sometimes it's just like I give you that respect off bat. So you're saying it has to be earned. Yeah, most of I just still believe that it has to be earned. Like, you know, I've. I've met a lot of them, guys in the HMI, really cool people, you know what I'm saying? Really cool guys. And um, I believe if I didn't do as much as I did in the time that I did it and how I did it, I wouldn't have been able to meet those people. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's not only just music, it's through comedy too, you know, like I've done comedy for a while. So a lot of those guys kind of, you know, knew me through that. So it was kind of cool to try to like, be in their field and kind of see how their you know world was kind of looking. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, like, okay, what artist in the HMI would you would be like your first go to to work with and collab? Like, oh, I want to work with him. I mean, based off your Instagram that I've been seeing, I like I have an idea, but I want you to confirm it. Of who? Um, if I would work with any artist in the HMI right now, it would probably be uh, Kenny Haiti. Really? Yeah. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> it would definitely be oh. Kenny Haiti um, because him, I yeah. believe he's doing something right now and he has a sound and just a vibe that if he comes to Gaga on the beat and mm-hmm. trusts in Gaga on the beats, you know, and AYFM producers, yeah. I believe that he can actually take us out of here. I believe there's a lot of artists that if they kind of think of themselves as actual Haitian artists and not Haitian artists, they would actually grow, if that makes sense. So do you think him, would he be the one to take us like to like, you know, the Grammys and the music awards? Is it the MTV Music Awards and stuff like that? Um... I don't think just him, but I believe, yeah, he could definitely be one of those guys. One of the suitors? Yeah. That's, you know, up there. Definitely. If I had, like, a top five, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be, I wouldn't say the whiz kid, but, you know, Rema, Rema, Rema. I think he'll be that of Compa or Haitian music. I think he's just him. You said what? I think he's just him. Like, yeah. if we're trying to compare them, they're really not alike as much as you think. But 
the reason why I would give it, you know, some type of, you know, correlations because mm-hmm. their vibe is the same. Yeah, that's you yeah, know what I'm saying. You kind of get the same yeah. vibe, but mm-hmm. Kenny is so versatile. He gives you multiple vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the Wood Boy, so multiple. He gives you multiple vibes. You know, you can't really tell what these guys are gonna come up with or do. So I'd be like, you know, definitely those guys. Guys, you know, should be taking us out of the market. Jay Perry, are definitely another guy that should be taking us out of the market. Like, there's a lot of guys that I feel like are in position, but aren't really making the music internationally. They're doing it locally. Locally. And yeah. it's like, okay, we've done that for years. Our people know us. Not the world. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> I want to get off script right now. What? So I just want to ask, like, how do you like? How do you really feel? Like, let us know. About what? Like, like, just you being in the field that you are. Like, how do you really feel? Like, just lay it all out there. How do you really feel? Being Gaga, the places you you've been in, the people you encountered. Like, how do you feel? I feel like, great. Yeah. Yeah, I feel amazing. Actually, um, Not, like, um, I have met a lot of people that you know draw me to Copa that made me feel like you know what like I want to make music I love music you know I've listened to them all my life I've met Arlie I've met you know Nick and I've met like these top dog producers I met Tiawa you know I kind of you know I worked with Mika Ben I talked to a lot of people so it's like kind of it humbles me like you know to know them you know but again you know it goes back to that broken system like I feel like if our system was a little bit more organized, there would be a lot more revenue for our artists and a lot more doors open for other artists as well. Because right now it's just, I don't see the point of trying to build the HMI. Okay. So like I'm, where, where I'm trying to get at is basically with all the like songs that's dropping and like, you know, by DJs and you know, producers. Yeah. Do you feel like sounds are um, repetitive, taken? You know? I believe, yeah. I believe uh, in 2019 when Addiction came out, um, we definitely set a wave. We definitely set a tone. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And um, I believe there's a lot of people that kind of hopped on that and uh, felt like, you know, they just wanted to be a part of what they think is probably like, you know, superstardom or like, you know, I just love doing what I do, entertaining people in any way possible. Like it doesn't you know, have to be with me playing the keyboard. It could be me holding a microphone. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just what I think of it really. And um, I believe everyone should just find their own niche. Not everybody's meant to be a keyboardist. Not everybody's meant to be a singer. Not everybody's meant to be certain things. So that was one thing like, you know, one of my critics or one of them, those guys in my corner kind of told me, was like, well, Gertie, what do you want to be? Do you want to be the front man? Or do you want to be the producer? You know, do you want to be the guy behind the scenes? This is different when you're in front of the scenes and you have to do everything. Not all eyes are on you. But when you're behind the scenes and nobody sees you, but you're making moves, mm-hmm. you're safe. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, what's going on here. So would you say, how do I say this? <laughs> I'm trying not to get you in trouble here. Get me in I'm trouble. Try, I'm not trying to get you in trouble Ooh. here. Any of your songs ever been stolen? 
have any of my songs or sound ever been stolen or remixed without permission. I know what we're about to talk about right now. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Put your seatbelts on. Sit back and relax. We live Ooh. out in the open. And, uh, yes. uh, yeah, I've, I've had songs stolen. I've had songs. Let me rephrase. I have songs put out without my permission. Yeah. Yes, I have. And how do you feel about that? I mean, I believe, like, at the end of the day, that's that DJ's responsibility to trust the producer that they give, you know, and that they ensure to mm -hmm. give them the best quality music, you know. And sometimes guys don't really fulfill that. They either, you know, don't pay you or, you know, build a tab or, you know, do certain things and just get very emotional when it shouldn't be emotional. Like, and they, you know, they confuse our friendship with business mm -hmm. a lot. And they take advantage of that. And a lot of guys take advantage of that. But, you know, I'm very smart now. So I've picked up on that. And those guys are around me or in my business. So that's great. Whoever they work with and make music with, I condone them and hope they prosper yeah. in whatever they're doing in life. Has there ever been anybody, like, close to you, too? Like, like in your label? Oh, Nah, we don't got anybody in our label that would ever do some, such a thing anymore. But, you know, there was one, but we we don't speak of him. Okay, so um, <laughs> tell us about your label, though. We haven't gotten to that. Are You Feeling It Music is the yes. up-and-coming underground label that I'm making for basically all the young and new upcoming artists in the HMI. So I'm working with people in different regions of the world and different parts of the world and trying to get them to you know, collab and come together on beats that me and my team have created. And, um, you know, my team is basically a president right now is Ish Producer, which is out in uh, France. Yeah. And uh, me. And I have other producers such as Joe Sway, who's actually another guy coming out. So, so as you all know, um, Code Desert, um, Eno Keys in Canada, Code Desert's in New York. So, you know, I'm kind of spread out different regions. So, you know, That's good though. We just got a new artist in Dominican Republic right now. Got a couple of Spanish artists right now coming out. You know, shout out to Michi and Benny, two artists that we're working with right now. So, you know, we got a little a lot of things. Diversity too. You know, yeah. it's really diverse because I feel like our culture is very diverse and it's made up of so much sounds, but we don't really work together. You know what I'm saying? So with this yeah. younger generation that's coming out, with my generation that's coming out, I'm trying to make that possible where we're able to hear so much different sounds and different vibes that we like. And it's not just always compa, it's something different. Yeah, I heard compa genre. I heard um, Spanish. Is there like, re like reggae? Are you trying to get any reggae artists or um, Trini Soka? right now we're not working with any reggae or soca artists right now but you know if anyone ever comes along we're definitely open to working with anyone so yeah we're okay. definitely a vibe so compa and spanish top two my compa and spanish top two what you yeah mean? like what like hey y'all if you're liking how the interview is going so far please stay tuned for more questions and don't forget to subscribe to our youtube page out in the open podcast and don't forget to follow us on instagram oito crew i don't know i see and correct me if i'm wrong i envision like caribbean will be compa and um since you're not working with reggae artists 
Compliance Spanish for you, like your label. Yeah, right for right now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gege on the beat. Right. So what else is Gege doing besides music? Or should we say just Gertie? Well. Because you got two names, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> what do you go back? Um, right now I'm just Gertie. When I'm on stage, I'm Gege on the beat. So right now I'm not Gege on the beat. But if you want me to be, I can be. But for right now, I'm just Gertie. Are those two different people? Alter egos, you can say? I like to think so, yes. Yeah. So can you tell us the, like... The difference, like who each one is. I mean, you already said Gaga, so now just Gertie is the the modern court jester. He is the man of many talents, the man of many hats, you know. And Gaga is kind of one of those, you know, hats, I would say. Okay, so what is just Gertie doing? He's the head honcho. Doing what? He runs that whole thing, the business, the the organisms. I would like to say, I feel like I have many different little spots of things that I like to do. And I feel like everyone should kind of like dig into certain things that they like. Like, don't just stick to one hobby. There's always something you can do. Like, I just graduated audio school, you know, I went through 11 months of that, you know, and uh, shout out to 322, you feel me? And um, it was a great experience, you know what I'm saying? And I know so much more than what I did before. So it was kind of like, you know, good to bring in to the culture that doesn't really have that sound. Yeah. You know, so now that I have that industry education, I can bring that industry sound to the culture. For sure. So I was going to ask a question. I was just so in tune with what you were saying. I was trying to like, okay, um, let me just go to my script. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So to look back in 10, 15 years, maybe even 20. Mm-hmm. Retired, right? We're retired. Um, yeah. Oh, you're not going to retire. That, this was my question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Being an artist or being a producer, which one would you prefer? A producer. Because being the producer, you are an artist. So, basically both. So. Yeah, but like with, you know. Because I'm with- painting my emotions, my thoughts onto this piano or to this computer and making it what I believe is music, you know, and a lot of people don't think music is that, but music is art. Music is science. Like I could blow your ears off. <laughs> okay. Like, no joke. If I just push the wrong frequency. Pew, no, you're right. But if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you ain't going to blow nobody's ears off, but you know, we're kind of like scientists of music. I'd like to thank producers and engineers and, you know, we kind of like, do a lot of things behind the scenes that a lot of people don't see. And that's why I feel like a lot of us producers don't get a lot of credit. You know, a lot of us engineers don't get a lot of credit because it's like people don't really understand kind of what we do. And it's like over time, people will, I believe like now people are starting to understand that producers and engineers do play a major role in an artist's upcoming yeah, because, you know, it's a process. That hit wouldn't be a hit if we didn't engineer it correctly, if we didn't mix it correctly, if we didn't make you sound a specific way, if we didn't use a specific equipment, you know? Everything makes it different, you know, type of mic you use, preamp, a lot of things. If a kid were to come up to you, I would say 15, and there's like, they want to become a producer or artist, what advice would you give him or 
what positive things would you say to him to make him, you know, want to pursue that? Just, uh, honestly, it all depends on what, why he's choosing to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's reason is different, but it all depends on what reason he wants to do it. You know, because music is so much things. So, being a producer, I feel a lot of people just feel like it's just making beats. And it's not just making beats. It's so much more than that. So it really just depends on how hungry and, you know, how much you want it. If you really want it, you know, just I'll tell that person, like, honestly, just keep practicing, putting that work, get that mindset right to know that sometimes, like, you're going to have to give up going out with friends. You're going to have to give up certain things and, you know, really dedicate a lot of time to it and getting that sound that you want, finding that sound and locking in and being versatile, you know. It's a lot of things that go into being just a producer and, you know, it's learning to hold your mouth sometimes and sometimes it's like the customer's right. So there's a lot of things that comes with, you know, the job. Let's say it's money driven. You're going to tell them, yeah, you get money. Do you get money? I mean, there's times you're broke, you know, I've done music in my car, slept in my car. I've done so much things like, you know, with through this music life, you know, slept in airports, everything, you know, it's like you go through your good and you go through your bad. But what I would say is like, there's a certain point where everything starts to pick up. And when it picks up, you know, just make sure you, you stay up and make sure you stay there and you just keep on going because in the end, it could always turn to benefit you. Yeah, I agree. So to look back in 10, 15 years, maybe 20. And I said retire, but you was like, no, you're not retiring. Are you going to retire? Um, I mean, I'm just going to always keep the door open. Like, I feel like as long as I'm breathing, I would always keep the door open to bring in new artists and to bring in new sounds so people can know because a lot of people don't know, but I'm a part of Grammy U, which is, a, you know, a recording academy type of uh, group, which I got into when I was in school. So, you know, I help vote for the Grammys and, you know, I get to see different certain stuff that I can mm-hmm. really speak about. But it's like, I'm trying to get the Haitian culture to be as recognizable as the Latin, as the Afrobeats, because we have music that I we feel do. like mm-hmm. is definitely international and definitely music that other people in different cultures and different people would understand. And, you know, if we can get that door open, we can actually bring a lot of revenue, not only to the culture, but to the people too. So I definitely agree. Yeah. I feel like, um, Kofi definitely has the potential. Exactly. It's just They just need someone to get it in there. So um, about your empire, like what would you like people to remember from? Are you feeling music? Just Gertie, Gang on the Beat. Like what's the one thing or two you like people to remember? Like, you know. Honestly, the music. Remember that I'm fighting to get us acknowledged. I'm fighting us to get us respected. Like, this thing is bigger than me. Like, yeah, I like to make music, but I'd rather make music knowing that in the end, there's an award show. There's, you know, there's some type of, how can I say this? In the end, you're rewarded. Because, you know, in the year, you put on all this hard work, you put in this effort, and it's like, you have the music of the year, the song of the year, and it's like, certain times, people don't really get that, you know? There's not awards, there's not, anything we just get more gigs yeah (laughs) you get booked more and other than that what is that like we don't even have our own music awards like think about that like legends we have legends like legends 
in little closets, like performing. Yeah, like Alan Cave. Like these guys should be selling out arenas, should be selling out like stadiums. And I feel mm-hmm. like if our culture really put in time to just get a little structure and kind of get these guys and these people that are in already in position, you know, right, mm-hmm. they would be in, you know, better. You know, it's really just down to marketing, really down to really getting them to think bigger of themselves and not just these little places, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm trying to build with my team and build with people that are around me and anyone that I work with is trying to get them to see the bigger picture. It's not just, you know, these remixes. It's not just these clubs. Like, yeah, you do need these things, but at the end of the day, like, once you get a certain level, you have to prove a point. And it's like, all I see now in HMI and all I've seen since being in it since 2019 is that a popularity contest. It's just whoever has the best song, whoever has the best production, whoever has the best this, whoever has the best that, who cares? Do you think it's because... Everybody's broke. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's broke. Yeah. Once that good money run out, let's say nobody books you. Nobody gets booked. Let's Mm -hmm. see how long that money money lasts for a lot of Haitian artists. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet you in Miami, there'll be a lot of new Uber drivers. You'll be surprised. We'll be picking you up in Bentleys and picking you up <laughs> in Mercedes and shit. And yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, did they really set themselves up to get things done? Yeah. And get, their, like, our culture, like, our music. You can go on any streaming platform right now. Tell me if you're going to find Copa. Hmm. Are you going to find Zook? You are. You are, No. You're not going to find either. Oh. You're not going to even find Kizomba. You might. That's probably what you might find. And if you do find them, they're like the oldest compas in the world. Oh, yeah. Old Kai, me, old T-Vi, Sweet Nikki. Like, cool. We love those. But there is other artists. And the fact that we don't put ourselves in position to do that, it sucks. Like, Burner Boy is going to Haiti. Do you see any one of our artists going to Africa? No. You know, the, the crazy part is when Kaimi did their, their reunion, they did it in Paris. Mm. Because like... Very interesting. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think it's because where we are? Because in Paris with Joey Dwayfile, he he um he has arenas packed. Like he's a celebrity <laughs> down there. Exactly. And that should be... That should make Haitians really look at how we do things very differently. Mm-hmm. Because it's like he's the he is the pinpoint right now. And he's using our music. He's going, you know, using our vibes. And he's doing that. And he's selling out arenas. Is he even Haitian? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. He's talking yeah? about Haitian. Oh, okay. And I also believe that, you know, his team and his marketers and the guys behind him do a very great job of making sure that he is doing that, you know. And, of course, he had to grow up and get through those things. So, I'm pretty yeah. sure that he is very So, one last question. It's not really a question, but it's more of like a perspective. Right. Just Gertie versus Gege. If someone were to be like, just Gertie versus Gege, like, no. Like, who do you think would would win, basically? Like, who like who would take over? Obviously, the, the main organism, myself. I believe I would take over because it's a part of me. So it's not something that is, you know, it's just an attachment. Yeah. Any final words? Anything you want to get off your chest before? I just believe that we all in this game should um try not to be like the old heads and try to break the cycle of not working together and break the cycle of kind of not really like 
getting to know each other. You know, I've met a lot of these guys. I've worked with a lot of these guys that I've never met, never seen. Mm-hmm. And I've met over time and it's really just blessings. And I'm really humbled to work with most of these guys. And you guys will get a chance to hear everything because I am going to be dropping an album very soon. Yes. And um, it's a lot of great songs on there. A lot of great artists on there. Like shout out to Mills Music. You know, shout out to Widow. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Joe Sway, Michi, and Nina, Mazi. You know, so much talent out there that's so much more than just you know what we see every day like cobalt bands and the hmi you know there's so much more of that and i feel like there's a lot of guys that are leading and i you know shout out to them kudos to them so yeah why you want to give a the name of the album or you want to wait nah um i don't mind sharing the name okay go ahead drop it um it's really called control the guiat um it was something that I made when uh, Addiction was going to drop our first album. That was the name of it. So I continued that project. But this time I made it a little bit more close to home, a little bit different. You know, these are going to be very detailed stories, such as like Toxic and Big Baba, kind of like those, like very interesting every day-to-day life that we go to as teenagers and, you know, adults. So, yeah. Yeah, I know we're definitely looking forward to listen to that and I want to give you your flowers right. um, I think we all do um, you're doing amazing in the industry right now I feel like like you said addiction I think did open doors because um, now I'm hearing more like remixes and DJs on you know different tracks but uh, we. But no, you're doing the damn thing. Like it's good though. Like, and I, I think we just want to make sure that you know that your music is appreciated. The late nights is appreciated, and um, to like keep going, you know, appreciate like it's not going it. unnoticed. You know, most definitely appreciate it. I appreciate you guys really, you know, taking out of time to come out here. So yeah, I really appreciate those flowers because humbly, like I really do. A yeah. lot of people do kind of you know tell me a lot of things, and you know I take it really, really, really to heart. But it's like. I still walk humbly because, like, I have to remember my purpose. Like, I'm really not in this for, like, everything else. Like, who cares about being famous? It's really about, in the end, like, when I'm gone or if I'm not here. Exactly. They'll be like, wow, this guy was trying to get his whole nation, his whole Mm -hmm. culture to be recognized in music. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. And we're seeing that. And the minute that happens, the minute, you know, I get all you guys to sign a petition, there will be a petition coming out soon. So oh. I'm getting that ready for us to basically boycott a lot of these uh, streaming platforms and basically tell them, like, yo, like, we need Compound and, and modern Compound, getting now our artists to make more money because now you're getting recognized. There's a genre to attach to the culture. Yeah. So yeah, okay. both devs, y'all stay tuned, you know, look out for all that information, you know, follow me on all social medias. Yeah, go ahead and tell them. At Jizz Gertie, you mm-hmm. because there's only just one me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Y'all heard it here, y'all. So thank you so much for coming out and sitting with us and giving us the real about, you know, what's going on and, you know, the HMI. Yeah. And we truly appreciate that. So most thank deaf, you. Most deaf. Y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned with the best podcast in the old, old man out. Period. Yes. Sir.
I know you guys love this episode that y'all just heard. Yes, I know it was sir. a banger. Yes, sir. Eve did her thing, man, uh-huh. in the background. You know, Curry <laughs> did his thing like he usually does. He's he's like family now, basically, with us, right? Family, man. Family. That's, that's all we about, man. That's all we family, about, really. Bro. Yeah, so if you love this episode and you love the Haitian culture, go ahead and check out our JoJo episode. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's real, it's real substance. And we got so much more in store for you guys so we just thank you for watching make sure you like comment and subscribe we want to see you in the comments yes sir let's get it yes sir (laughs) let's go